We ask the question, will the Cubs ever get back to 500? Let's go. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show and be a part of the Locked On Cubs community by following on all audio platforms. And you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Friday episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs, our new sponsor here on the show. Go to birddogs.com slash MLB. And when you enter promo code LOCKEDONMLB, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Sam, certainly a rough stretch for the Northsiders. And today we're going to ask both, will the Cubs get back to 500? And uh, we're going to determine how that could happen as well. Uh, hopefully... You are doing okay, despite all the ongoing things with this team, including our episode on Thursday, recorded late on Wednesday evening. How are you doing mentally and physically? Um, physically not great, as, as when this episode is out and people listen in the morning, I will be in the dentist chair getting a crown taken care of with multiple fillings. Um, oh, wow. As far as mentally, I'm doing okay. Here's what I was thinking about today. I posed myself the question. Yes. I said to myself, Sam, every single day you talk about what the Cubs should do or what they need to do better. What would you do, Sam? What would you do if you were the manager of the Chicago Cubs National League Ball Club this year? Right now. And I answered it by saying this. Here's what I would do. I would get the team together once we landed in Philadelphia. Hotel lobby, tell one of the guys, please, this is Chicago Cubs, one of the oldest, most famous franchises on sports. We'd like to have this room. All I need is five minutes, please. Make sure nobody walks in. I'd get everybody in, and I'd say this. I'd flip the narrative, right? The narrative right now is the Cubs have played a lot better than their record, right? That's, that, that's the narrative, and, and they shouldn't be where they're at. Is that fair? That's true. So I'd say, look, guys, we need to have one of these team meetings. I know it's corny, but listen to me. We are 3-14 and 14 in games decided by two runs or less. If I were to tell you before the season that you'd be 3-14 and 14 at this stage in games decided by two runs or less, I'd guess that we're 9, 10, 11 games out of the postseason. You're three games out of the postseason, five out of the division. I want us all as a whole to delete from our memory April and mid-May. I don't believe in the whole, let's just take it one game at a time. We are going to look at this next 22-game stretch that I believe is one of the hardest gauntlets of the Cubs season. They travel to Philly. They play the Mets yep. at home, the Reds at home, Tampa at home, and then they have a 10-game West Coast road trip. Guys, we are 0-0, zero and zero, 
And we are going to win 14 of these next 22 games, which would totally be against the run of play. It would totally make up for the Washington series, totally make up for the Miami series. And that's how we're going to get back. If, if you do that, you're 33 and 32. We'll reevaluate where the standings are. Forget everything. Don't read any social media. Michael Fulmer, you have an ERA right now of zero, and I'm going to you in a big spot in the seventh or eighth because I don't got anybody else, all right? Correct. Forget about it. Keegan Thompson's peripherals probably needs to set, get, get, get him in AAA. But we're, we're 0-0, forget about everything, and lock in on Friday night, and we start a stretch. I'm not asking you to go 18-4. and four. I'm asking you to go 14-8. and eight. And if we can get that done, we will be above water. We will reevaluate. Now, the key question that I can't answer is how. How do you do that? How do you get? I got some stuff on that player. Okay. How do you get nine outs in a one-run ball game when you trust about a w- one total reliever, half of a side of a plate and half of a side of a plate? I don't know that. But what I do know is I think this team needs a team meeting. I think they need to discuss and say, hey, it has been a nightmare for us. Our fans, hell, our families too. But we are still <laughs> we're still alive, and we need to rattle off fourteen of our next twenty-two, and everything flips. That well, that's my my best my best effort at being positive. Okay, good breakdown as always. That's why you're the best uh, content on the Cubs. I feel like a back pain. And if the Cubs are in a nightmare, Sam, they better wake the bleep up, dude. Excuse me. This team needs to wake up. That includes Jed Hoyer, Carter Hawkins, David Ross, and staff. That's where it starts. Then it moves to the players. But there's no reason why this team should be asleep at the wheel anymore. I like the zero and zero narrative. I like the starting over storyline. But it's time to wake up. Mm. You have a day off Thursday. You have a day off this Monday. Shoot, you can literally sleep in if you want to. (laughs) You got two days off after just a gauntlet of a schedule that's coming up here, and you're in the midst of one as well. But you need to wake up. And and this schedule is, is very difficult. Very. If you win... The series against those first three teams you mentioned, Phillies, Mets, and Reds, and you lose it to the Rays, that's a 7-5 mark over 12 games, which puts you at 26-29 and 29 overall. Ugh. And then the Cubs open June with that, that 10 straight on the road, like you mentioned. Four with the Fathers, three with the Angels, and three with the Giants. I didn't break those games down on my notepad, but – you go five and five in those 10, you're still three games under. Right. So if we're thinking about how this team's going to get over 500, the path is is narrow right now, fam. Yeah. It, it just is. And it's based on strength of schedule. Now, we could also get into how they do that. You know, defensively, I would say keep doing what you're doing. Agree. Offensively, Capitalize on Horner and Hap strengths, steadiness from Swanson, hopefully this ascension from Suzuki, hopefully a rebound from Bellinger, and consistent playing time from Morrell and Mervis. Pitching. 
continued stability from Strowman, Steele, and Smiley. The triple S is right there. Then the emergence of a stable fourth starter. Is it Tyone? Is it Hendricks? And then you got to solve the mystery of the fifth spot. Is it Tyone? Is it Hendricks? Wisniewski, Ben Brown. And then can I let me just cut you off for one second? Right? And then and then you're going to have to bring in uh, what you know Sherlock Holmes's uh, mentor to figure out how to figure the, the bullpen. They have two relievers on this team. If that two of the eight Cubs relief pitchers right now are legit. Adbert Alzali and Mark Leiter, and it might even be one and a half relievers, dude. Since Leiter's an out machine against lefties, shaky uh, against righties. Alzali, 199 ERA overall. Leiter, only lefties, 21 strikeouts in 12 innings, which is really solid. Has he? But that's what I'm looking at right now. What are lefties hitting against them, I wonder? I'm going to look at it. It's in the 100s. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, I agree with a lot of what you said. The only thing I'll say is, is I don't know if it's a wake up situation for the players. They they were up to I the task. No. Yeah, they were up up for the task this week. You've got to like even games one and games three of the Houston series four four late six one late. One of those can your bullpen give you a shot? Right, right. So look. Let, let's talk. We, we have to answer. Okay. If, if the Cubs bullpen is going to figure it out, what happens? Here's what I think. And you're not going to like my answer. Nobody's going to like my answer. Really? Outside of what we all know, maybe an Estrada emergence or a birdie emergence, which again, I look at as shots in the dark. If they happen, great, but you can't rely on them because that's not what they're here to do. No. I think Fulmer has to figure it out. I, I just think that if, and again, this guy isn't like, it's not like he was some great reliever before here. He's he, His career high right. in saves is 14, right? It's not like it's a Kimbrel thing, right? Where you have a Hall of Fame closer that's just not producing. This guy isn't like some elite. He was solid the last couple of mm-hmm. years. He was solid. But I just think, or Boxberger, one of those two guys, and Boxberger's on the IL, plus Cody Hoyer coming back possibly at the end of the month. That's your path. If you could get one of Boxberger or Fulmer to be really good for like two months and then get Cody Hoyer back and he contributes, that if and the team keeps playing the way they are, that might be enough to start winning some close games because I, 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 don't, I don't think they believe in Michael Rucker to, to be that guy. Keegan Thompson is is the most broken one on the team right now. If you believe in the peripheral statistics, easily, dude. Um, so I, I you know, I mean, so Brad, that would give the Cubs three and a half relievers. Then Brad Boxberger has eighty four career saves. Oh, he's had a nice career. He had 41 saves in 15, 32 and 19. Be really nice if he could just come back and whatever's missing. Just be like like what he did against the Dodgers that one time in LA, even though he got a bunch of calls his way. Just a stabilizer guy. Like I know Fulmer and Boxberger aren't afraid of the moment. Like Keegan Thompson looked like he was on Wednesday night. Yeah, unfortunately. And Michael Rucker looked like he was. So that's my path. Look, I don't feel great about it, and I know you don't. The one thing I will say, that West Coast trip, once you get through San Diego, if you can avoid Otani, the Angels are not an intimidating group. 
and the Giants are our Giants are an intimidating group. And then after that, it lights True. up. A, it lightens up a bit. You get like Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh six out of nine. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore's really good, but at least you get them at home. Um, but you know, it's not. You're not going to have many easy gauntlets because you know everybody's no. pretty decent. Like I don't you're not know playing if such a thing. You're not playing that much of the central. So right, we'll we're going to break down a bit of the central later. At some point, you just have to start rattling off wins. But right now, it's baby steps, and the first baby step is just. Can we stop the bleeding Friday night against with Ranger Suarez versus Marcus Stroman? You'd expect yes. Stroman to pitch better. He had he had pro- what what we hope to be will be his worst outing of the season, his last start on Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and you know go from there. But you know, yeah, it's Stroman, Suarez, Tyone, Nola, and then Steele versus TBD. It's going to be Wheeler. Zach Wheeler could pitch Sunday because his last start was on Tuesday. That would be five days rest, or they could have Wheeler lead off their next series and you use someone else in that series finale Sunday. But yeah, I just feel like with Steele, the scheduled opponent It'll for be them, Wheeler. I think they're going to match him up with It'll Wheeler. be Wheeler, and you're facing their toughest pitchers again. So go figure. Right. Uh, Nola and, and Wheeler do have ERAs over four. Ranger Suarez will be making only a second start of the year. And the Phillies uh, are struggling. And, and look, there's a theme here. Cardinals were struggling, beat the Cubs. Astros weren't playing their best baseball, swept the Cubs. Now the Phillies are really struggling. Could the Cubs continue to be the medication for the entire major league? I hope not. Coming up next, we get into possible roster moves prior to Friday's game. Stop calling me small on the show. I've been lifting. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by So Rare. A revolutionary fantasy baseball game at Marketplace, transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards, featuring players from across all 30 MLB ball clubs. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, so rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against opponents from around the world to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn, that's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com, to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. The Cubs play the Phillies at 6.05 p.m. Central Friday, and you can listen to every pitch with the Cubs' hometown broadcast in SiriusXM. On the SXM app, search Cubs or Tune into Channel 844 and catch the Cubs all season long on SiriusXM. Nico Horner is expected to be activated from the IL prior to Friday's game. Cody Bellinger is questionable to return Friday as the roster remains in flux, as it really has all season uh, long so far. If we had to be, if we had to keep it real, uh, if Bellinger is good to go. I could see Nick Madrigal Sam being demoted to AAA. I can also see Eric Cosmer being designated for assignment. Yeah. And separately, there's a very real case for Keegan Thompson to be sent to the I-Cubs as well. But there are no clear relief candidates to get the call, especially since Javier Assad started for the I-Cubs on Thursday. Uh, so it's likely whoever gets promoted as a relief spot uh, still needs to be added to that 40-man. Uh, so even if Madrigal goes down for Horner, Hosmer could still be a DFA to open up uh, a spot on the 40-man roster. So we'll see what Jed Hoyer and company have in mind prior to the game. 
Yeah, I think we're getting pretty close to Hosmer being gone. Okay. Uh, that would be my my twitch. I don't think they're going to send Madrigal down because I think he's their trade piece if they really want to go out and get a reliever. Because I could like I don't think it's an unfair deal to take one of the Nationals relievers, maybe not one of the better ones, uh, but, a, but a rebuilding team and say, hey, we'll take a chance on Nick Madrigal here. You could take this reliever. I think that's the most realistic early target because it's so early to make a trade. Right, but but for the, the Cubs, Nationals are a good target for that. I think for the Cubs, it's getting late. Um, okay. you well, know, that's their problem. Um, you know, a guy like Edwards. I mean, you know, you, right, you can get, get Edwards today. Yeah, you can't get a guy like Chapman for Madrigal, but you can get you can get a guy that's better than what you got now, and just say, here, why don't you take a chance on this still relatively young former high draft pick that you know, yada yada yada. Um, but I don't see that. I don't foresee them putting him to Triple A because. He still has value to them defensively, gotcha. uh, whereas Hosmer, Hosmer's, you know, there's there's no value for him. And, and and by the way, look like the Hosmer thing, like Eric Hosmer's had a good career. He has there, there's nothing when he, when he goes to sleep at night. If he gets DFA'd, he's made enough money for his his great grandkids to live off of. He's won a world championship. He's been a really good player in this league. Gold Glover, yeah. The, 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 the time sometimes hits, and unfortunately for him, he's in one of the biggest markets of baseball with one of the most diehard fans. And most of us didn't like the move when it happened, but it's nothing on him. He'll be he'll be fine. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so let's see what the Cubs do prior to Friday's game. Really hope Bellinger is healthy, Sam. Oh, uh, I, think I don't even know. Key. I don't even know what you do if he goes to the IL. I know Morel becomes the everyday center fielder. Do you see him boot another one the other day? I mean, it's. Yeah, it's not ideal. Not ideal. I mean, maybe you bring up Velasquez again. This is one of the. He's not a center fielder either. If if you want, if you say Samuel, why why should I watch this game that I, the the games this week and I have no interest? Matt, I'm 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 sort of you, there by the way. Okay, well, well but you're not going to like my answer, but other people might. I am watching very very closely. Mr. Suzuki. Right. Because I, I want to know was that a little bit of a hot, you know, one of those one of like the best you, games of his career? Was that one of those, hey, I just got hot for a stretch and I that that's who I am. I just show these flashes and you know, I'll get back to being fine. Or is he now locked in? Because you look at the numbers and it's way too early to get there because he only has, I believe this year, he has 112 at bats. So it's it's Right about when you would start looking for numbers of the season. Start Remember, at him, yeah. he missed the first few weeks, but he's up to 286, 372, 491. You know, one of the better hitters in the game. That's about where I had him, right? Where, where I want him to be. But, you know, that's coming off a stretch where he just had the best game of his career, like you said. So it's inflated. Can he stay consistent? Obviously, I'm not saying he needs to hit two home runs every game, but I want to see the, the bat quality continue to improve. Yep. I, that that's what I'm looking at because in the grand scheme of things, in the short term, the Cubs have problems and I believe they have problems with their manager and management in the bigger picture. There's still some really good things going on, but I think he's going to be your right fielder, big picture, regardless for the next two or three years. I think Hap, yeah. Suz Hap, Suzuki, Horner, and Swanson, you could book them God willing health for the next three, four seasons. Yes. So I'm looking at this young man. Well, he's not that young. He's, you know, his high twenties, but right. yeah, no, four of the nine starters are locked in. Right. And so yeah. I'm, 
you know, I, I'm interested because I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of his than yours. I think that's pretty obvious on this good, show. Good, good. Thanks for the reminder. Um, but I think you were very right in a lot of your criticism. And I think I was a little bit too giddy with him because of his early start last season. Yeah. He's not and a I, clutch player. And I am very interested to see what happens this weekend. All right. You can update me on that throughout the duration. <laughs> Uh, I'll take a look at that as well. Coming up next, we finish off by looking around the NL Central. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bird Dogs. Looking for shorts and pants that feature great fit, great comfort, and great versatility, then you got to give Bird Dogs a try. Our new sponsor right here on Locked On Cubs. They sent us products, and we look better and feel great wearing bird dog. Stretchy fabric, uh, comfier, and the versatility of going out maybe to the driving range, going out to a uh, night on the town, going to a Cubs game perhaps, maybe even a work a, a work meeting. Uh, you could do all that with bird dog shorts and pants. Birddogs.com slash MLB And enter the promo code LOCKEDONMLB. You also get a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. So for fit, comfort, and versatility, try bird dogs today. Everyone is within six games of each other in the NL Central. And there's three teams now with 19 wins as the Brewers are 24 and 19, Pirates 23 and 20. Cubs and Reds, identical records, 19 and 24. And the Cardinals, 19 and 26. Nothing exactly jumping off the page there. But if you zoom in a little bit, the Cardinals are hot. The Brewers have some legit star power. And... There's three teams in the middle that nobody has any clue right now. Um, so let's see what happens. Show over. I, uh, I'd i like to break down the central. <laughs> I, You have an opportunity to do that on a talk program. Milwaukee, boring city, nothing to do. Oh, no. St. Louis, most exciting thing about that city, reading a book, walking your dog. Pittsburgh, steel, ketchup, nice park, boring, rains all the time. Cincinnati, a lot of chili. That's about it. Um, I got no- <laughs> I got nothing else for you. The whole city is just a food item. Uh, <laughs> um, I clipped that, by the way. Okay. Uh, now nah, listen, I don't know what the central, I, I think, I think it's going to come down to Milwaukee and St. Louis. Like it, like we all thought like it, it always has. Yeah. And you know, St. Louis will probably be ahead of the Cubs by, uh, I don't know, May 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> Five days. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. I don't know. I mean, St. Louis just can't pitch. I mean, this game Thursday night, they won against the slow pitch score. The Dodgers, they just, they really struggle pitching. Their offense is coming around. Uh, Milwaukee wins close. You know, Milwaukee's leading the league with a plus, uh, leading the division. They have a plus one run differential. They just win close games. They got a great manager on that team and and a really good bullpen. (laughs) Almost like that helps, you know. 
Uh, I mean, it'd be really great to have a guy like Devin Williams coming out of the pen. But we haven't developed a guy like that internally since uh, uh, Warren G. Harding and the Teapot Dome scandal. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, I, think that, I think that's about it. Teapot Dome scandal, look it up. You know, before President Nixon, it was one of the worst scandals in American politics history. Shout out to the everyday. And Watergate. Watergate took over for that. All five episodes throughout the week, and you become an you don't take advantage of your power. You know and you I mean? can become an everyday or by checking us out each and every weekday. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for Locked On Cubs on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. That helps out the show very much. And it definitely did on Thursday. We are also on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast on the audio side. Everybody have a great weekend. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs.